0: You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. I finally visited my cousin Mara and her husband, who live in Oregon. I've been wanting to visit them for a long time. They've been out there for eight years. But, you know, it's just, it's far. I grew up in New York, right? Puerto Rico. I've lived in Florida. Even Chicago. Once you start talking Oregon, it's not even California. Like, okay, I get California. I've been to San Francisco. But that's as far northwest as I've ever gone.
1: Now you kind of situated me because I failed geography, so I'm assuming it's in the west coast area. Yeah, it's out there. It's kind of like, why would
0: anybody go up there? Well, apparently, to live an amazing life. Mountains are big there or something? They've got everything. Really? I felt completely ignorant going out there. You can go skiing one day and then the next day go hiking across a desert. And then the next day you can go on a trail on your mountain bike. And then the next day go whitewater rafting all in like June.
1: So it's like for the outdoorsy type person that likes doing outdoorsy activities. You absolutely have
0: to be an outdoors person. You have to love camping. Yeah, they do that. They just camp anywhere and it's all legal. You know, just park right here and go down to the lake and just, you know, pop a tent.
1: No, thank you. Camping for me is renting a hotel room. Renting a hotel room
0: by a lake. Exactly. Yeah, that's as far into the woods as you want to get. Yes. And I would do that, but I'd be like, uh, what kind of bathroom does it have? Because <laughs> You know, sometimes these hotels by the lake, the bathroom is outside. Oh. I want to make sure it's got cable, ideally like satellite, Wi-Fi, a nice deck. And the pool, just in case the lake is like too cold. Do you have any idea what we sound like? <laughs> Not the people that my cousin and her husband uh, would welcome in Oregon. You know right. what I mean? You know, you have to be willing to just walk there's trails that go on forever with amazing views but you know a lot of us in my family we're just not accustomed to that like my uncle was like uh but what are we doing and it's like no no we have to take advantage of this uh view take some pictures and then we're going to go on a trail to go see like another amazing view right and my uncle the engineer he's you know putting the numbers together and he's like but uh from up there it's gonna be the same thing (laughs) It's going to be the same mountain. We're just going to be looking at it from a different point.
1: A different angle of the mountain, but still the
0: same mountain. He's like not even a different angle because it's huge. So you can walk a half a mile. You're still looking at the same thing I'm looking. So why do I have to walk a half a mile? But people just love it. They love to be outdoors and walking or biking and hiking. I mean, I even played horseshoe. I've never played horseshoe with actual horseshoes.
1: Like you took them off a horse.
0: Basically, yeah, you might as well have had a horse tied to a tree because I'm holding the actual horseshoe, which they weigh a lot, by the way. It's not like throwing the little beanbags. No, these things are the actual, you know, they can like, you know, kill you if I hit you on the head with it. Yeah,
1: if you throw it wrong, you're hitting the person on the other side waiting for them to land. Yeah, my
0: cousin and uh, and my cousin's husband were a little too brave um, <laughs> standing by the, uh, by the target because I'm like, if you had any idea how bad I am at this, you wouldn't be that close. Or at least you should wear a helmet. It was everything you would hope it to be, right? You're just out in the wilderness, right? Did you guys camp out there too? No. I think uh, they were going to do the camping thing uh, once I left. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think my cousin's husband looked at me and went, "Uh, he's not camping material. And he would be correct because I would be miserable, You know what I mean? I'd be like, um, I'll wait back in the villa. To me, staying at the villa in Oregon was camping. Like they expect
1: you to build a fire when you're camping and all that. It's like, no, no, sorry, but I can't do that.
0: Listen, camping is fun, right? Camping is fun. If you're in a tent in the middle of the woods, right? With a little brook running by the tent and you're sleeping under the stars. That's all fun until you got to go to the bathroom. Then it's not fun. Now it's survival.
1: Or in the middle of the night. When you hear noises
0: that you're not familiar with. Um, like steps. (laughs) Yes. Like uh, steps that only an animal can make. Yes. You know, with the thumping where it's not like a boot or a shoe. Then, you know, it's bad because you can't communicate with that sound. Okay. You can't say things like, uh, who's there? Oh, it's just a park ranger, sir. Making sure everything's okay. That's not going to happen because if it's like a thumping and you hear that the breathing, right, that only an animal can make, I'm talking like a bear. Okay. Let's just face it. I'm visualizing a bear. Yeah. Let's just.
1: Put it out there. It's a bear.
0: Right. Because you you don't even have to look outside the tent. You know it's a bear because you can hear it. You can hear the breathing like like a fat animal makes with large paws. Like that basically is looking to kill you. It's that snarling it makes right before it murders you, right? So you can't be like, um, hey bear. What's up? You just know, okay, these are either going to be the last moments of my life. Okay. Or the worst moments because it really is a park ranger and I'm about to humiliate myself.
1: I had a kind of an experience like that. I, Friends took me camping when I first moved up here from Miami, and we went out to this little island. It was a little tiny island, which you could only get to through a little boat. And they, everybody, put up and pitched—I guess is the right word—pitched their
0: tent. Now you're using the right terminology. I don't think I used pitched a tent. What did I say? Put up a tent? Throw a tent? Yes, I don't know. Nail it to the ground. Now you're you're doing all this in Miami? No,
1: no. This was here. Once I moved up here from Miami. Oh, I was going to say you
0: don't you don't go camping in Miami. I had never been camping in my life. Yeah, you don't. Till... Nobody camps in Miami. No, but you would go camping in Central Florida because Central Florida has a lot of areas that are uh, are very underdeveloped.
1: Yes, a lot of national parks, a lot of like little islands that are secluded, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: uh, woods, uh, swamps. You know, places where I don't know where people get the idea. Uh, you know, this looks like a place where I could die, right? <laughs> this looks like a place where there are alligators. Oh, why don't we uh, pitch a tent? Because even the alligators are like, what? I don't understand. With all the places you could sleep, why are you sleeping here? Why are you in my house? you knocking on my door. You're right. basically saying, hey, Mr. Alligator, you like me? Eat me. Since this was
1: a little tiny island, I didn't think sharks were going to come on land or anything. So I'm like, okay, I'll go
0: because it's pretty safe. Wait, you actually thought sharks aren't going to come on land? What are you, you know They're like dolphins and they jump on?
1: I I don't know. I'm I'm just saying those were the only animals I was worried about really? were the ones in the water.
0: Really? So yes. uh, you, you mentioned island. You mentioned water. I'm thinking snakes. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. Yeah. You were thinking about jumping sharks. Okay. (laughs) Anything coming
1: out of the water that was going to attack me.
0: Right. So if it had a little fence, you'd be like, oh, I'm safe. Safe as could be. Okay. Right.
1: But I wasn't because in the middle of the night, I'm sleeping in my pitched tent. I feel like somebody's trying to get into the tent and it's not somebody because I'm talking. I'm like, hey. Who's there? And now, no, no you're answering. You're
0: hearing uh, like a scratching. Yes, against the material. Yes, like they're clawing. Right. And you know that can't be a person because uh, a person wouldn't just claw to try to get in. They would look for the zipper, or they would say, "Hello, is anybody in there?" Right. Uh-huh.
1: So I was just trying to talk to them to pretend I wasn't scared. Ah, there it is. To be like, hey, yeah. hey whoever it is, right. I'm in
0: here. You so- knew at that point you were talking to a wild animal. Yes. You knew at that point there was nothing coming back. Nope. You're just having a little pep talk with yourself. Yes. You're saying, hey, listen, if I'm calm enough to talk to a wild animal that I make you pretend is an actual human being who apparently doesn't have the ability to communicate, it means that everything's going to be OK. Right. That, that he might not attack me. Whoa. No, I, I don't think so. I think you're just trying to stay calm right before something really bad happens. Because I have nowhere to go. I'm inside the tent. It's not like I can get up and run because he's out there. Now, wait a minute, was the scratching coming from the back of the tent or the front? The doorway, like the only way you have to get out. Oh, so whatever this was... that that was the way in. That's why he was, he was choosing to scratch that area.
1: I don't know if he knew, but that he had my exit blocked
0: Um, bottom line. I think it's safe to assume that he knew. Okay. Calm down. He was scratching the entryway. Yes. So let's give him credit on that. And there
1: were like little window holes, but let's face it. I don't fit through a window hole, but why didn't you look through that window hole to see what it was?
0: Because the window holes are on the side. Uh So it's
1: not like I can see to the front.
0: Yeah. But you could have been like, Hey, Um, excuse me. Could you come around to the side, please? Excuse me, um, sir, whoever it is, (laughs) right? Just to, you know, kind of, you know, further this charade. And to make things worse, he's pawn, and
1: I have no weapons to protect myself.
0: When you say weapons, what would you be hoping to have?
1: Anything. A bat, a broomstick, a phone to call for help. And you had nothing? Nothing. Nothing at all? I had a pillow and a sleeping bag.
0: That's All that was inside? And me. But I'm saying no shoes? Yeah, I mean, I had my shoes, but they were flip-flops. So you had flip-flops? Okay, but what else? You didn't have like a, your toiletry bag? That's outside. Why is it outside? Because it's just like your simple toiletry. This was
1: camping. Like, they pitched it as camping. I I had a roll of toilet paper. Uh I had my
0: toothbrush. Wait a minute. Toothbrush? That's a sharp object. That's real close to him, though. You could do, oh, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, because you could do a lot of damage. Like, that's like a little shank. like that. That's like a prison weapon.
1: That's a last minute I'm gonna gouge you in the eye with this.
0: As you're on top of me gouging my eyes out. <laughs> right, okay. Right. okay. All right. right. That's like if I go down, you going down with me. Yes. But you don't want to you don't want to get that close.
1: No, not at all. So I had nothing else available for me other than just to sit there and talk to him and hopefully I annoyed him enough that he left.
0: You basically wanted to bore him enough so that he'd be like, oh, I'm just going to go check yeah, another I'm not going to bother with this guy. This one's awake. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yogi Bear is smarter than the average bear. Yogi Bear is always in <laughs> ranger's hair. At a pit pit table, <laughs> you will find a bear. I got salmonella. You got what? Salmonella. What is that? The bacteria you get from eating raw chicken.
0: When did you eat raw chicken? I didn't. That's the thing. So then you don't have salmonella.
1: Well, my peanut butter that I eat got recalled because of salmonella contamination. Okay. How did you find this out? Because I received an email from the supermarket saying that this brand and this specific serial number may have been contaminated with Salmonella.
0: First of all, it's crazy that you even read the email. Because I get those emails, but I don't even know if I read the subject. I just delete. So not only did you open it, now you're studying it. And are you eating the peanut butter while you're studying this email? No, I wasn't eating it while I was reading the email. But you had already eaten it? Yes. Oh, so part of you is starting to freak out. Correct. See, that's why you shouldn't open the email. Delete it. Nothing just, would have happened.
1: So next time, just delete it and don't worry don't about... Don't even
0: open it. The, just say, just say, oh, it doesn't apply to me. <laughs> ¿Me entiende? Okay, because sometimes that's how you give yourself salmonella. Yeah, it's called psychological salmonella.
1: That might be what I had then. But then when I looked... At the peanut butter jar that I had, uh-huh. it matched the ones with the salmonella poisoning.
0: See, that's kind of cool because I've never had it match. You know, whenever I have opened it, and I'd be like, Mama Well, what's the big deal? It, like, it never applies. That's right. why I just delete it. But in your case, it was like a match. Yes. This was it, almost like uh, getting a lottery ticket scratch off and uh, get matching. But one that you don't want to win. This is not, Yeah, <laughs> this is not one you want to win. No. This is a scratch off where you go, wait, wait. Oh, no. Oh, God. And then you realize that that same jar, how much of it had you eaten? Almost half the jar. Oh, so you got half of the salmonella in you. How recently had you eaten it? Like two days was the last
1: time before I read the email. So it could still have been in your system. Right. So now I wanted to Google symptoms, but I don't want to because then I start feeling the symptoms.
0: No, you definitely don't want to Google anything because it's just bad. Google will never say you don't have it. Right. Google will never say... You're overthinking it. Google will never say turn me off. No. Google will always say it's worse than you think. You're dying as we speak, or you're gonna die immediately after you log off.
1: So instead, I asked Lisette. I'm like, can you Google what the symptoms of salmonella are? Wait a minute.
0: What you you make no sense sometimes. You you you're, you're It's like you're talking to that bear outside the tent again. What's the difference? Why would you have Lissette, Google, it's the same thing. Google's still going to get you through her. Google's going to be like, tell him he's still going to (laughs) die. Tell him it's worse than he thinks. Tell him, as soon as you stop talking to him, he's going to die from salmonella. So she didn't,
1: probably following your advice that she thought of. It's like, no, I'm not going to Google anything.
0: Right, because it's just going to be bad. It's going to be really, really bad.
1: Nothing good is going to come out of her Googling it and giving me the info.
0: Nobody should ever schedule an appointment to see Dr. Google, okay?
1: So I threw away the peanut butter, and then I started feeling better Till I went to the supermarket to find a new jar of peanut butter. Uh-huh.
0: And that's when you saw all the yellow tape and, and the hazmat suits and, and cops and government officials walking around testing with scanners and stuff, right? Well, if I had seen that, I would have really freaked out. Yeah, they'd like, oh, oh what? Get, get the guy who's running. Get the guy who's running. <laughs> get him. Get him. He's contaminated. You know anything about patient zero? Who? <sighs>
1: First infected? You mean the original? The original, yeah. Do
0: you know where he is? Do you know where he is? You want to listen to some more music?
1: Go ahead. Play your music. It didn't save your friend. It won't won't save save you. you. Nothing can save you. So instead, how I freaked out was there was no peanut butter. They had thrown all the peanut butter away.
0: Yeah, just like you did.
1: But then that worried me again. I'm like, oh, so it is salmonella that's being sent
0: out into the world with peanut butter. Wait, so you wanted to be able to, what, buy another jar that did not match? Did you take the numbers and the information with you? Yes. Uh, What? You know, maybe maybe God was telling you to lay off the peanut butter. Heyo. Did you think about that? Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, maybe God was like, um, how do I get this dude to stop eating so much peanut butter? Because he he asks me for help to lose weight. And, you know, he prays to me every night. So I'm trying to help him out. Oh, I know. I'll sprinkle salmonella on some of that peanut butter he loves. That'll freak him out enough. He'll never buy another peanut butter jar again. No, you went the same day to see if you could find a a jar that was not contaminated. What are you doing? Lay off the peanut butter. (laughs) Well, you got to start sprinkling salmonella on like golden Oreo cookies. Well, those I've been good with. But the peanut butter, you're having a hard time letting go.
1: Well, now I don't have peanut butter at the house because of the salmonella scare. So I'm going to wait a while before I get another jar.
0: Right. And when you say a while, uh, Mr. Scientist, uh, how much how much more time are you going to wait? Till peanut butter comes back to the supermarket. Uh, okay. So that'll mean it's safe again. Yes. In the next shipment. And that shipment might be contaminated, but we won't know until a couple of weeks after. <laughs> So are you gonna buy it and just kind of let it sit, just to make sure you don't get any emails? Well, no, I'm gonna do what you
1: told me, and when I receive the email, I'm just gonna delete it. I'm not even gonna read it. You're not that strong.
0: (laughs) You're gonna you're as soon as you eat that peanut butter, you're gonna start to feel funny, and you're gonna be like, okay, let's say Google funny feeling after eating a jar of peanut butter that I think has salmonella in it. What does it say? And Google will be like.
1: It does have salmonella, and you're gonna
0: die
1: in three, Uh-oh. two, no way, one. <coughs> Doctor Google will only have a negative impact on your recovery journey. Whatever symptom you could possibly think of, no matter how tiny, you will see hundreds of devastating results prominently displayed everywhere. And the worst part of it all is that your mind is now on the constant lookout for the symptoms you've just researched about. And guess what? It will most probably find them. Trust me, muscle tension for example, which simply goes hand in hand with stress, will be able to create almost every symptom imaginable. And because you are so hyperaware and in an alerted state of mind, you will quickly feel these subtle changes in your body. But unfortunately that's not all. You have set your brain to connect the symptom with the illness, and that is exactly why you will overreact when confronted with them. This is why guys, googling symptoms has to be something that you stop right here, right now. So I have a pet peeve to bring to the podcast again. Uh,
0: love the pet peeves, man, Dolly.
1: So I went to a restaurant with some buddies the other day,
0: and uh, does the pet peeve have to do with the dining experience? With the waitress herself. You seem to have a lot of these pet peeves <laughs> involving the waitstaff. Yes. Okay, go ahead.
1: So my friend is with his young son, who's only two years old, and he's trying to get him something healthy to eat. So he asked the waitress if they have any steamed vegetables.
0: Uh huh. That's to get him to eat? Right. Okay. Is he being punished? (laughs) Is he in trouble?
1: He just feeds them healthy. Because we were at a chicken wing place, so unlike what we were going to eat, he feeds him healthy stuff.
0: A two-year-old eating steamed vegetables. Yes. Good for him. That's awesome.
1: So then the waitress is like, uh, well, we have celery and shrimp. Okay. So in the middle of me eating my chicken wing, I look up and I was By like. the way,
0: I look like how you said in the middle of me eating my chicken wing. Yes. You had to specify what you were eating. Yes, I was eating a chicken wing. You didn't have to say any of that. You could have just said, and then I thought, no, you had to say I was in the middle of eating. A chicken wing.
1: Okay, I'll edit it for you. In the middle of me eating a drumstick
0: of the chicken wing. Is that better? Oh, you get even more specific. No, I want you to get less specific. I just want you to tell me how you reacted. I don't care that you were eating a chicken wing. I'm just letting you know what I was having. Okay, what flavor was it? It was honey mustard. It's irrelevant. <laughs> Jesus, stop answering my questions. <laughs> just tell me what you're re- Honey mustard. Okay, that really does complete the story. Thank you, Jose. You're welcome. Yeah, now you can proceed. Go ahead. So I look up at her and I'm like, Did you just say shrimp for vegetables? And she was like, Yes. Did you finish? Did you at least swallow the, the chicken wing you were eating? or did you Yeah, say, I put it down. Oh, okay. So yeah. you put it, so this must have been important.
1: It was, because okay. she just said that a shrimp was a vegetable. Uh-huh. So I was just like, Did you just call shrimp a vegetable? And she goes, Yes,
0: we have steamed celery and steamed shrimp. You could have let it go. You could have just let it go right there and picked up the chicken wing and resumed your chicken wing experience. But I know you did not.
1: No, I, I just couldn't. I uh-huh. was just in awe, <laughs> awe of that. We were about to get served shrimp uh-huh. as vegetables, so I was like. Then I kept going with it. And I of was like, you "Well, did. yeah. Can I get a side of vegetables with my chicken wings? Then I'll take the shrimp as the side
0: of vegetables, please." Uh huh. And what did she say?
1: Okay, well, I'll bring, what did, would you like to dip them in?
0: Honey, honey mustard. Yes, uh-huh. honey mustard. And that was it. That was it. Where's the pet peeve?
1: I I just I want the waitresses to like uh, know a little bit more before they answer those questions of. Uh, oh. Do you serve steamed vegetables? The answer would have been no. Oh. It's that
0: simple. Oh, okay, Mr. Expert. You want her to be like, um, I don't really know what you're talking about. Can I get some help? Uh, can I phone a friend? Um, can I get a supervisor? She's like, look, you said steamed vegetables. Here's what I got that's steamed, Okay. <laughs> I got steamed rice. I got steamed shrimp. I can steam whatever you want. The two-year-old doesn't eat, just give him a cookie, okay? And Mr. Chicken wing over here, it gotta criticize <laughs> her because she doesn't know what steamed veg because she didn't answer right. You know, uh, I got a pet peeve of customers like you. Okay, That's my pet peeve. What's the pet peeve? Just eat the chicken wing, okay? <laughs> Stop trying to do everybody else's job. Just eat your chicken wing, dip it in more honey mustard, stuff your face with some chicken wing and let the woman do her job in peace
1: my
0: I have a strange confession to make. I, um, apparently don't know how to shave. Yeah, and this is brought to my attention because um, I break out a lot. Like after I shave, which is why I don't shave every morning. Like my skin is really sensitive. So I try to shave only when I have to. But then sometimes because I shave, I break out into like a, a rash. And I try not to, you know, shave right before a show for that reason because it'll just break out, right? I broke out recently, you know, and I'm scratching. It's horrible. You know, it's really red. And um, Sandra's family, you know, asked me, they were like, well, what do you use to shave? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do I use? It's just a razor. And they're like, well, describe it. And I'm like, what is just a razor? It's just a regular, you know, little razor with the two blades with a little uh, green strip, the little aloe strip, right? And I Googled it and I showed them the image. And they were like, why would you use that? It's like a really cheap blade. What kind of lotion do you use? I go, I don't use lotion. I just use soap. Like, what? What are you in the county jail? (laughs) And I'm like, is there a different way? And they're like, yes, you're supposed to use shaving lotion and the razors that have like six blades. Yes That rotate on a head They got spinning things And I'm like I, I just I never learned it Look I love my father But my father never taught me how to shave So you just learned on your own? No oh, My best friend from across the street When we were like 15 He was like Here's what you do Turn the water on Really hot You take the bar of soap You lather it up Get a lot of soap in your hand Get a lot of soap 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 And when you think you have enough Get some more And then you spread it on your face and then you take the, the razor, and you put it under the hot water, and then you just shave. And they were like, okay, so what kind of aftershave lotion do you use? And I'm like, uh, cold water and a towel. They're like, you don't use aftershave? And I'm like, no. I, I don't know. Hand sanitizer. I've been known to put hand sanitizer on my face. Yeah, because it calms it down. I what? Know. I know it sounds torturous, but that's the only way. That's like putting rubbing alcohol on your face. But I'm saying it makes the rash go away. Wow. Until they said, well, try some aftershave lotion. It cools the skin. And I did that. And guess what? They were right. Yes. I know. I waited 35 years to learn how to shave. So what shaving cream are you using then? It doesn't matter, anything. Oh, you use anything? Well, now, oh God, are you serious? Now I gotta actually pick the right one? I just pick anything because anything is better than soap.
1: Well, I'm gonna get you the one I use, which to me is the best because I have sensitive skin too, but I use Clinique, which is normally for women's uh, makeup and stuff, but they do a men's shaving cream that's amazing.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> for the man with the woman's skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that let's do a commercial is your face irritated
1: yes actually it is do you need something to make it feel cool
0: yeah you mean like cold
1: water no what you need is the proper skincare. what you need is the shaving cream that's good for women but just as nice for men you mean like the one my wife uses well Yes, but this one's for the face. The only difference is the bottle is black.
0: Oh, that's what makes it for us cuz it's a black bottle.
1: Yes, to make it masculine. But it could easily be a pink bottle. Yes, cuz it's the same one they use for their legs. It's just in a black bottle for men's face.
0: But again, the inside is the exact same thing. Yes,
1: but it's not for men. This one is.
0: Why are you pushing it so hard? Why is it? Why can I just say that I'm using my wife's lotion? Because the men's
1: shaving cream is a $1.99 more. <laughs> That's how they
0: get you. Yeah. <laughs> And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy.
1: You can follow me on social media under Jose Arod.
0: Oh, and I'm on Cameo under at Ellie Castro. And my book, Made for This, is available for sale on my website, EllieCastro.com. And don't
1: forget those five-star reviews.
0: Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Be happy! Be happy! (laughs) Be happy! (laughs)